Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-host, Brennan McCullough. What year is it? Oh, that's I, a good question. I don't, I've completely lost track of all the space and time. I don't know what's going on anymore, Bren. Uh, where, how are you faring during this? I, I had to pay rent last week, so some month has passed. A month. I don't know which month, but some month has passed. Because I'm my landlord shaking down my door, so. Oh man, they're charging you rent. You, that sucks. I mean, I, oh, I guess yeah. it makes sense, but end of the world. You still got to pay your bills. <laughs> God forbid anyone not get their little bit of money that they're squeezing out of me every goddamn like. What was it? I think Allstate uh, might have been. It was like a car insurance company that was kind of like, "Hey, we're giving like everyone a huge break because like no one's driving because like no one's driving to work or like the few people that are you know driving much less and all this stuff." So they give, like, all their customers, like, this huge uh, benefit. It's like, oh, cool. And then everyone else who doesn't have that company is, like, waiting around, like, oh, when's my break coming? And Geico's just like, fuck you, bitch. It's <laughs> just like, oh, cool, nothing? And like, yeah, you, you get a discount if you've been with us for, like, over two years or just started an account. And, like, I fall in the middle of that. So I'm just like, great, cool, awesome, love it. Yeah. So, still paying cars, still paying rent, still paying insurance, all this dumb shit. Yeah, well, at least Bandcamp uh, on Fridays for the next couple of Fridays is doing, like, free digital sales. Like, typically, if you're, like, an artist or a record label like me in that instance, uh, if you're hosting music there and people are streaming it and uh, paying for it, you have to give some of that money to Bandcamp. They're saying, you don't have to give us any money on these Fridays. So they're cutting people a little bit of slack during this quarantine stuff. But – uh yeah, this is a quarantine podcast. We're stuck in it. Uh, we All don't know what to do. All podcasts are quarantine podcasts. That's the thing. It's really kind of weird. It's It was a funny bit at first. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, this, this goof's not fun anymore. We can we cancel this? Can we but lift we're the restrictions? Still dealing with it. Um, that's the thing. Uh, maybe before we get into what we typically talk about, I wanted to mention that I'm painting my basement because that's something to mention that's going on during life. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, all of my time's dedicated to <laughs> painting and the record label. So between, yeah, this one band, uh, I did 20 lathe cut records for them. They're called oh, Army wow. Wives. Uh, their lathe sold out in a matter of like, uh, two days, I think. So I had like 20 of those I had to ship out and man, that is time consuming. So that was a <laughs> success, but also, wow, uh, it was a wake up call. I'm like, that's going to keep me busy. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I mean. I'm definitely keeping busy. Uh, painting is rewarding, but also a pain in the dick. Like, oh my God, crawling around on the floor, painting the trim and just like mm-hmm. rolling the ceiling and like breaking your neck. It's, uh, not fun and getting pain all over the fucking place. It's just like, Jesus. But, uh, sure. yeah, like I said, it is rewarding though. Once the room's done, which we did finish the one room and I got my drum kit back set up and all my musical equipment. So, and that's another exciting little thing during this quarantine. I'm sure I'm not alone. I am getting back into writing music. So I'm going to hopefully be talking about that in future episodes or launching a little project there. Um, but this okay. is legitimately a video game podcast. <laughs> it's, it's either a video game podcast or, or us discussing what is drawing our attention away from video games. Yeah. Like, I didn't I didn't play video games. I was like, this is what I was doing instead. Sorry. That happens it's, certain weeks. There's yeah. no denying it. Uh, this might be one of them. Uh, but that's the thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't get around to playing much. I'm still going strong with Animal Crossing. In fact, maybe before we talk about the games you've been playing, I did want to say 
I'm just taking it slow, and I'm curious if other people are playing the game like I am, as in the no. sense that I'm not. <laughs> well, of course not. Yeah, I'm not abusing the. Uh, well, not abusing, but uh, taking an advantage of the stock market. I'm just kind of just taking it slow. But that's the thing. Just the other day, I was like, you know what, Isabel, I've been planting lots of flowers and shit. Let's see what my island's rating is. And it was three stars. So she was like, oh, uh, look at this person's review. And it was all like, man, that missed out island or whatever. It seems like a real chill place. Signed KS. And then Tom Nuke lost his mind. He's like, KS, that must be KK Slider. And yeah. it was. And then he contacted him. And now he's on his way to my island to perform. And I'm like losing my shit. So I'm definitely progressing the story and looking forward to unlocking terraforming despite it being a little iffy. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm still having fun with the game. I do like taking it at my own pace and not like rushing through it. But then again, I don't know. Well, I mean, KK Slider is effectively the end goal of the game. There's no, like, campaign mode or story mode or something, but, like, that's the last hurdle of a, like, story-based challenge that, like, Tom Nook gives you. Yeah. After that, it's pretty much on your own of, like, anything you want to accomplish, it's up for you to decide or filling out the museum. But, like, there's there's no other goals anymore. Yeah, there's plenty of those, like, daily things I need to accomplish or, like, whenever you check, like, the things that uh, you get Nook miles for, like, there's yeah. a bunch that are grayed out for me that I ha- I don't even know what they're for, so I'll have to maybe look into that, too, to just be a completionist. Well, there's some where it's, like, catch a hundred fish without ever letting any of them go. What? And, like, and, like that, I'm fucking not doing that. That's no. not for me. I'm terrible Oof. at the fishing in this. I think I got up to, like, 60-some and then, like, lost one and it resets. So, oh no, that's just crazy. <laughs> some people are striving for it of like, oh, I gotta do this. And like, it seems soul crushing. Like, no one seems happy when they finish it. It's like, I'm done with this burden and I never have to look at this fucking nook mile again. Well, that's the worst when it's like, well, at least they give you some kind of reward of like, yeah, you got these Nook Miles. But like, I don't know. And same with like, uh, what was it? Final Fantasy IX when you did like the jump rope, uh, like 200 times or something, you would get like a special like card for the Tetra Master game. I'm like, that's cool. But, uh, oh, I was, yeah, for this, I'm thinking, Oh, I was uh, I lost my train of thought. But there's a game where you basically do that and you don't get any rewards. Oh, it was Kingdom Hearts. I was like, oh, of course, uh, Kingdom Hearts two. There was like this one mini game where you like bat a ball in the air. I'm like, oh man, I'm sure if you do it like a boatload of times, like something will pop, and it never nope. does. <laughs> you get a sense of self satisfaction and a shiny sticker, like pretty much. Yeah, that's uh, that stuff's just like, hey, here's something for you to do, and then people. Every now and then a game will put like a super secret, the ultimate weapon is, you know, you have to do this to get part of it. And yeah. everyone, everyone thinks every game does that. But really, it's just like, you know, some developer uh, you know, finished his project a week early, just started fucking around and made a mini game. It's like, hey, let's just throw this in there. Yeah. Like, That's all it is. Pretty much. But I get lost in those. Uh, yeah. But. Animal Crossing still keeping me entertained and same with my wife. Like she's playing the second player kind of lifestyle and just, uh, making her house look awesome. It's, her interior is incredible and we just buy each other gifts and stuff. So it's real fun and cute and, uh, collecting the songs. Cause for the first, like at least like m- almost month there, I like didn't even buy the songs every day. I'm like, Oh, oh shit. Wow. Yeah. That's like the one thing I was doing every single day. I was checking in on those cause. I don't know why I have the switch almost silent when I'm playing it. So I don't know why I'm buying music so fanatically, but 
I did get a guitar and an amplifier and all sorts of things that I'm really excited about. So, uh, and I mentioned, I think on a previous episode, those arcade machines. In fact, Mm -hmm. just the other day, again, it was like another arcade machine. I'm like, Oh, I hope it's a different kind. And no, it's the Mahjong one again. I was like, fuck, I thought these are rare. Like, how's this showing up so frequently in my (laughs) nook's cranny? Yeah, that's weird. Uh, because, yeah, you do get some stuff, like, repeatedly, where it's like, oh, geez, the fifth one of these things, and you find out it's, like, one of the rare items, like, in all of the game everyone's seeking, but you have five of them just tr- filling up your trash dump. Um, yeah, I remember going to uh, DJ Cudman. I actually went to his island uh, oh, to cool. sell turnips. And, yeah, he was building, like, an outdoor arcade, because he had a few pinball machines and a few arcade cabinets and stuff, and he was, like, kind of setting that up and taking donations for that, because I guess buying them is so expensive. They really are. Yeah, because I have, um, after a month after you get the game, your Nook Cranny shop upgrades, and you get uh, more options. And one of the options is always going to be, like, a super expensive option. So I, I'm guessing that's where you would buy a lot of those, because I went to the store once, and there was just a violin. I was like, yeah, I got a few instruments lying around. Maybe I'll get a violin. And I clicked on it, and they're like, oh, this is a fancy violin. It's 140,000 bells. I was like, you fuck, wow. excuse me? Yeah, Timmy, you don't, you can't talk that high. You don't you don't get that kind of money. I think it was similar for a cello I saw, and I'm like, I want it, but also I don't play cello, so fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, all the instruments are the same thing. It just it plays one note when you hit A on it, so it's like, eh. <laughs> like if the character actually like picked it up and like fiddled on it, like an actual violin, sure. But like the fact yeah. that it just sits on a table and you just paw at it like a cat. Yeah, yeah, I wish there was a little bit more as far as interaction with the items, but they do their best as far as making it simple. But yeah, like maybe them picking up a guitar would be cool, but also like lead to a lot of glitches or something. Oh, I'm sure, and that's a lot more development time and stuff for every model and stuff. Yeah, so I don't, yeah, I don't blame them for not doing it, but it's there's no reason for me to buy a hundred forty thousand vo- uh, bell violin just because it's going to be the same as the ukulele I found out of a tree. <laughs> nice uh that's another thing i wanted to give our listeners a little update on is that rizzo is still on my island and i don't <laughs> have any solution no i well that's the thing i might be finally maxing out with my people i had an, a hippopotamus lady move in called uh biddy and that's the thing one of my first residents uh shari or sherry uh she's a monkey lady she would always call me biddy just like as a joke like or as that's like my nickname, nickname. Yeah. yeah and then even before this hippopotamus lady Biddy moved onto my item island, she's like, I'm going to call you something different. I'm going to call you Highway. And I, I feel like what? when I know I was like, I had the option of saying that's a bad nickname. And I really wish I would have done that. But I'm like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> I'm like, I honestly thought that's what she wanted me to call her. I'm like, I don't talk to you. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> but it's whatever. Uh, but yeah, so now every time she interacts with me, she calls me Highway, and I'm like, well, that's probably good, because now there's an, an actual character called Biddy here. There you go. Yeah, I've, I've heard a few few different people speculating. Everyone's kind of speculating on how to get rid of people quickly. Um, some without time travel, some with time travel, um, which is easier. But I've heard some people say you just ignore them. Because the le- the le- less you interact with, the more likely they'll move out. And then I've heard some people say if you interact with them too much and like exhaust all of their dialogue option in one day, like every day, uh, for a while, that'll like annoy them, and then they'll move out. But those are both those are both extreme opposite ends of the spectrum. Where one is you're never supposed to talk to them, so you can't like you can't play around with each theory because yeah. it'll it'll undo the other one. 
So it's it's tricky to figure out. It seems like the most consistent one is uh, waiting, and it's um, a villager will have like a thought bubble walking around as they're like walking around in deep thought. And if you talk to them, they'll say like, "Hey, I'm thinking about moving out," and you can either tell them like, "Go for it," or "No, stay here." Yeah. And uh, they can't move out without your like permission, basically, without you saying move out. And if you don't talk to that person when they have that thought bubble, the next day, there's a high chance it'll move on to another villager. And then if you do the same thing, it'll chance Fuck. it'll just move around to all the villagers. Okay. But I don't know if that's guaranteed, because the video I watched said, like, oh, some days they won't have it. Like, some days it'll skip a villager and there won't be anybody. But then the next day, on the third day, it'll be on a new villager or something. So, like, it's almost contagious or it just goes through every villager until you can, like, move one out. Oh, man, that's good to know, at least, because I'll give that a try. Because I just saw that thought bubble over Shari's head and I talked to her and said, please don't move away. I like you. Uh, but yeah, now if I had not done that, there's a chance it could have went to another character the next day. So yeah, I'll try to see if that cycle is, uh, legitimate or not. Yeah, I want to try that one because I found out like 10 minutes after, uh, my villager Ed the horse had that. He's like, I'm thinking about moving out. I was like, go on and get. Get out of here, freaky horse. I don't like horses. Get on out. Get on my island. And then, like, I watched that video where it's like, D- don't don't talk to someone if they have the thought bubble. I was like, fuck. I could have could have moved it around and got someone else to leave. Yeah, uh, same. All right. Like shit. But, uh, yeah, that's that's the one I'm most likely going to try. But I've also dropped off hard off Animal Crossing. I am, that's fine. What are you playing? Uh, I, I still have a surplus of fossils. So I made a nook Azan. It's like Nook Amazon. What? It's someone made this website. It's like the Turnip Exchange website that like you know fans made. Yeah. Um, Nookazon is basically just like you can put any item on there and like put it on your wish list, or you're selling it. You can do the same thing with villagers. Like, hey, I'm trying to get rid of Weber the Duck. I'll you know I'll tell you when he's moving out, and then I'll let you come over and recruit him to your island for this many bells or this item or whatever. So people are doing that with villagers or items as well. Yeah. So yeah, you can basically put up item listings for what you're trying to sell, item like auctions, like for people to outbid each other, or just like a wish list for what items you want. So I I made one of those and I'm basically just doing it for fossils because I only need five more fossils to complete the museum. And uh, I just did that and I got a surplus of like duplicate fossils I'm just trying to get rid of. Yeah. So I'm, on a, I'm on a few discords and I'm just like throwing up my like list thing being like here's all the fossils i want if anyone wants them come over and grab them if you got any of the ones i need i'll trade you cool so, that's kind of the last thing i'm really doing with uh, animal crossing otherwise i have to let my island kind of go to shit and the weeds are popping up and all this stuff so uh yeah i kind of just got burnt out on it because you know too much too fast and that's what I mean. I want to take it slow so that doesn't happen with me. And Nook is on. What's next? Nook Hub? No, I'm just uh, kidding. Mm. <laughs> with Isabel? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Wait, so you're telling me it already exists? <laughs> oh, well, <fuck. laughs> I'm saying my mind went to, like, Grubhub at first. Like, there's... Oh, there's, sh- well, uh, you know, there's it's so many, not well, a I know tame podcast. I yeah. <laughs> but there's so many other hubs. My first That's one true. was like, oh, GitHub for the yeah, nerds. GitHub, yeah, I was like, huh, oh, and then I was like, oh, Pornhub. I was like, I I unfortunately can confirm, yeah, that's out there. Uh, people, people drawing a lot of fan art of everything. It was supposed to be a passing joke. We can move right past <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, uh, what other games have yeah. you been playing? 
besides that, I bought uh, After Party on the Switch. I talked about it a little bit. I, yeah. I bought it like last episode. Uh, yeah, you right only got like five minutes into it or so. Yeah, I played a little more. Um, I don't know how much because the Switch does a weird thing where it it keeps tracking how much time you've put into a game, but it only tells you how many hours you put in after you cross a threshold. So like hmm. for like Animal Crossing, it's like, oh, you got like 96 hours in this game. But then for After Party, it's like, oh, you got some time in this game. I was like, what the fuck? That doesn't yeah, tell me anything, Nintendo. Like, give me numbers. Give me the exact number. Because I have to gauge it by that, that metric, mostly. So, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, they were like, you got a few hours. I was like, what? So vague in general. Like, You've give me spent the data. a decent amount of time you playing spent this some game. T- you're like an acquaintance with this game. You're not a full friend. Like, what is this metric you're measuring it by? Yeah, and then the, the really long ones, it's like, you've played this game for an eon. <laughs> you two are fucking... Um, yeah, I pl- so I played After Party more. Um, yeah, I bought it because I liked Oxenfree so much, and that put faith in the studio and what the they uh, other products they made. So yeah. I just jumped in without really reviewing it. Or I think it got like seven out of tens and like seventies out of hundred. So it got like a decent review, nothing amazing. So I was like, yeah, that's good enough. I'll just jump in blindly. Oh, that was. It's uh. Well, oh no, wait. I thought this was going to be like a, a like a not like I don't know hit it out of the park kind of situation. It seemed like on paper and the way you pitched it last time, I was like sold. I, ex- although I haven't bought it, <laughs> I was too. I was really hoping it would be a knock it out of the park sort of game. It is not. Okay, all right. I'm interested to hear why it isn't. I can't tell because it's a switch. I can't tell if it's like a port. That maybe it's kind of buggy. Maybe it's better on the you know PC or a console. Because mm-hmm. um, like you know, God knows Witcher Three is on the Switch, but I'm not going to grade that as like the best technical version of the game. Yeah. So, um, but like even like I can understand why Witcher Three would struggle on the Switch because there's so much they're trying to compact into the Switch. After Party, there's not a ton going on. Like it shouldn't be demanding. It shouldn't be buggy. But like, um, the, it, from what it is, it's same premise uh, I talked about before. Uh, you're two college kids. You die somehow. They don't really tell you how. Everyone vaguely gives like, oh, that's not my department. I can't tell you. So it's like, I don't know if it's a running joke or if they just don't feel like writing an explanation for it. Um, you die. You wake up in hell. And uh, as you go down to hell, it's all like a business. It's all a company. So you go down to get processed. You get your own personal demon who like terrorizes you the whole time in, in the game. And then right as you're about to get your punishment sentencing, oh, it's 6 p.m. The demon that's sentencing you uh, for punishment clocks out for the day and uh, goes to the bar to get a drink. So you're just walking around hell for a day and just killing time. And in that time, you're trying to escape and you meet another demon who's like, oh, yeah, uh, there's a rule where if you beat the uh, devil in a competition, you can escape like the golden fiddle and, you know, all that shit. And it's a weird caveat, but if you I'll drink them. You can get out of hell. And, hell yeah. You know, someone does it every, like, you know, 5,000 years or something crazy. <laughs> so it's like, it's not likely, but it is possible. And yeah, so you're just two college kids who are just trying to outdrink the devil in drinking games. And it's it's a side scroller, so you're just walking back and forth. There's no run button. I, it's weird to think that one of my favorite mechanics in Animal Crossing was just the ability to run. 
Yeah. And I'm missing it in another game because it's such a simple thing, but so necessary so in so many contexts. But also in Animal Crossing, I'm, I find myself trampling my own flowers, being like, fuck! <laughs> yeah. Or scaring off fish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't run at night. You'll never catch an Atlas moth if you run at night because. Oh, fuck. Those things, those things can hear you a mile away. Um, but yeah, so just as a side scrolling walking game, it, I miss the agency of choosing how fast I can run at. Because there's a lot of walking in this game, and it's real slow, and there's not a lot going on. So it's just a lot of me walking left, talking to someone, and then walking right, and then talking to someone, and then walking back left again, and then talking to someone, and then walking back down right. And it's like, that, that's the game. I haven't seen <laughs> much else. So, uh, you know, because it's also topical, it, there's a whole social media aspect where you can see people, like, essentially tweeting, and, like, tweets will just pop up, like, in the sky and stuff while you're playing. Um, but a uh, downfall of the Switch is they're so small, I can't really read them. And most of the text I can't really read because it's so small on the Switch. So, because I'm playing it handheld. Um, gotcha. One weird bug, I or not bug, but one weird uh, choice they made that I want to complain about is the menus, the UI and the menus. Yeah. Anytime you go into a menu, it starts you on the back button. So, you know, the menu gives you all the options of what you want to do, and at the very bottom it says go back to like, the yeah. previous menu. It starts you on there. Wait, it, like, it's focused on that? Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and it doesn't it doesn't loop, where if you go down further beyond back, it goes back to the top. You have to go up to the top, like, manually through every other option, and then back all the way down. So, like, it does that for every menu, and I'm just like, this is just a really weird choice that I don't know why someone would do and i wouldn't think it's as big as a complaint as it is until i have to use it and it's like this sucks yeah well that's the thing the developer is probably like oh half a dozen one way six the other and it's like no it's like <laughs> do the more intuitive like design yeah. and um yeah so so far the game is just a lot of walking around talking to people the dialogue's all right i'm you know it's not the writing's not bad it's just it's the only thing to focus on so I'm just like, yeah, you got some funny jokes in here, but I'm not, it's not entertaining me because it's the only thing in here that is. Um, and yeah, so far the only real mechanic I've seen in the game is the dialogue option, which, like I said in the last episode, you only get two options and then your third one is when you're drunk. And when you buy drinks, every drink has like a personality associated with it where it's like an aggressive drink, a jock drink, uh, you know, bubbly drink. So it's kind of trying to tell you like, this is the type of drunk you'll get, and this yeah. will choose what your drunk option is going to be. Those don't change. That doesn't change anything, really. What? That's unfortunate. Yeah, I would expect there to be like more expanded tree options to the conversation of like, oh, if I pick the angry one, it's like I'm going to get up in his face versus the bubbly one. It's like I'm going to be happy. I don't know. Yeah. So like, or even if it does change the dialogue option, dialogue option because it's the drunk option. Most of the time, I'm not picking it anyway because it's usually just scream in his face or, you know, vomit on yourself or, you know, something dumb where it's like, yeah. Person would. So I'm like, even if that is the option, I'm I'm very rarely going to choose that. And then, yeah, it's just like, all right. So you, it feels like you had a mechanic implemented for the drinking and the various drinks to choose from, but you just dropped it at some point. Yeah. They don't even cost money. So it's like, you don't have to worry about like doing enough side jobs to get enough money to afford the good drinks. They're just like, ah, it's hell. Everyone's dead. What's the point of an economy? So it's like, all right, well, why am I getting this drink then? Like, the drink is just to have the third option. And when you're talking to people, you don't have an incentive of, like, the more you drink, the more options you have. 
So, like, when I'm talking to someone and I'm like, oh, I want the third option, I just take a drink. And then I'll finish the dialogue with that person. And I still have, like, three-fourths of my drink left. Because I never had a reason to drink more than every time it came up with the dialogue choice. Right. So I'm like, all right, well, now I just have three-fourths of a drink. And they're like, all right, you're moving on to the next uh, area. I was like, well, let me just pound this drink. Because I don't know. What else am I supposed to do with it? I wonder if you can get away with a sober playthrough. No, <laughs> I mean, you'll probably... Well, no, I think there are moments <laughs> no, where you have to drink. <laughs> that, that's a weird speed run, though. Like, maybe that's a challenge <laughs> someone's doing. Um, straight edge edition. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't drink. I'm straight edge. Uh, <laughs> there's a reason you're in hell, then. Um, but yeah, the only real mechanic I've seen so far, of a gameplay mechanic, is beer pong. And I've I've played it twice? Is it fun? No. Oh, no. Because <laughs> so, I was going to say, that, gave, that was like the last little beacon of hope. I'm like, okay, beer pong. Everyone loves beer pong, right? Because you just arc up the ball and you see like your arc trajectory like projected over and it you know cuts off halfway through the table so you can't nail it every time and then you hit it and because it's an arc it seems to drop off just much sooner like i'm usually good at those games i play like pocket tanks a ton and got really good at like that and worms and yeah like that where you have to arc your shot but like this one the ball just drops like real quick like the tra- trajectory just seems off to me um but yeah i've only done that twice and one of them was in one of them was actual beer pong to try and get into a party the other one was at like a uh, dunk game at like a carnival where someone's in a you know water booth and you have to hit the target to dunk them in the water. Yeah, but because it's all beer pong based, the th- the ball the guy was throwing was a ping pong ball. So even when I did hit it, it didn't do anything. Right. So I'm just like, well, what was the point of this then? So like, those are the only mechanics I've done. Another one is like, oh, you got to help this person's been sneaking into hell. It's a medical student who's been putting himself in, like, medical-induced comas so he can come down to hell and party and then co- go back out. I'm like, all right, that's weird. Like, let me see how this is. You go in, you talk to three people, they're your suspects, and then you just pick one. And, like, they're all weird, and they're all in hell for a reason, so they're all, like, kind of shitty people. So you're just like, well, I guess I picked Jeff. So like, all right, sure. That's it. Ding, ding, ding. No. <laughs> No, you're not certain if Jeff's the bad guy or not. Like, it's just like, all right, they arrest him, and now they're going to torture him forever. What the fuck? It's like, all right, <laughs> what do I get now? It's like, oh, you get to progress in the story. It's like, okay, I guess. Yeah, meanwhile, if you were right, uh, Jeff up top in real life is stuck in a medically induced coma the rest of his life, and while his soul is being tortured in hell, that's yeah. insane. Otherwise, I mean, he just did that to some innocent person. <laughs> or his- innocent soul. Or were they not innocent? They're in hell. Yeah. That's his fault. He was, he was going into hell for uh, a booty call. I mean, that's his fault if he died. He shouldn't that's have been true. doing that's, that. That's just nice that there's a part of hell where it's like, oh, you can party, but this part you're getting tortured. It's But, like, there's not because, like, everyone's like, oh, we're off the clock. You know, between nine to five, you're being tortured like hell is. Oh, but then gotcha. After hours, everyone's just having a good time. So, like, one of the parties you get into you talk to a guy, he's like, oh, yeah, this is my party, come up. They're like, oh, you talk to him a bit. It's like, oh, yeah, this guy, Steve, seems like a good guy. It's like, oh, you mean Steve Tiller, the renowned serial killer that scalped all of his victims, and then I fucked the skull? It's like, Yeah, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> so, like, it, you know, reminds you of, like, hey, we're in hell for a reason. But then, like, I don't know. I think it's because this is all comedy. It's all comedy. So comedy is a lot harder to write. Like, a compelling story is harder to write in a comedy because you're taking the piss out of everything. And you're yeah. kind of like, why take anything serious when everything is a joke and we're in hell already? 
versus Oxenfree, which was actually a genuinely creepy, like, I'm not even, it's not hard, but it's genuinely creepy and mysterious and compelling. Yeah, atmospheric it, too. The, oh, very atmospheric. The story pulled me through it of like, what are these ghost things? What's happening? Where's my friends? Like, my other friend got, pos- like, it's all this different shit's happening. So I'm like, I want to know what's going on. Whereas in hell, it's kind of like, here's your end goal. Just fuck around with all these other demons until you get there. Like, I don't yeah. care. And, like, I looked it up at reviews, and, like, it didn't spoil me, but even some of the reviews were like, oh, there's, like, three endings, and then there's the 100% ending where they actually get out of hell, and it's not even satisfying. I was like, oh, well, great. So, like, apparently I have to do some weird shit to get the full 100% ending, but then even that's kind of, like, meh. So, Damn. like, Well, what know. would make it better if, if that Jeff in hell was Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> wow, what a... Very, very <laughs> controversial stance there, dog. On a very topical you <laughs> reference. How is that story. controversial? He, well, it's actually, not it's controversial. controversial. That's my point. He's still alive. No, he's he was killed by the government. <laughs> That's a hundred percent my belief. Um, but yeah, it's just like I've only done two things that would be considered like a mini game or a mechanic, and then everything else is just like all right. One of my biggest complaints is uh, you got to go into Satan's party. So you're like, all right, let's go to Satan's house. And you get driven there. You get uh, you walk up a slope, but instead of go, it's, so it's a spiral. It's a spiral tower sort of thing. And instead of walking up the whole spiral, it has to be left and right side scrolling. So you walk up a good part of it, and then take like an elevator up to the next level, because they don't what? walk they don't walk around the whole thing. Even though you can, you just it's still two D. So you just you know, go up a level each time. Okay. So, so you go. Like, up this incline, go up a level on an elevator. Walk up this incline, go up another level. On the, so you do it, like, four times and get up to the top. And then when you get up to the top of the party, they're like, are you on the list? You say no. They say, tough shit. Then you got to go back down. <laughs> and thankfully, the elevator's like, hey, do you want to go all the way back down? Like, do you want to walk through every level again? Or do you want the express elevator that goes all the way back down? And I'm like... Why would I ever choose the long way again? Why would that ever be an option? There's no collectibles in this. The people I talked to didn't do anything. Like, there's no reason to walk all the way fucking back down again. Like, yeah, give me the express elevator. And then every time you come back since, they're like, oh, do you want to walk all the way up? Or do you want the express elevator back up and back down? It's like, yes. Why would I ever not want that? (laughs) Why is that an option? You're wasting my time. Yeah, unless you want the scenic (laughs) route. But there's nothing to see. It's the same people. The tweets pop up. You can't read them. The people who talk aren't helpful. And it's just like, I feel like the only reason you would do that is so you could walk back down and hear like another quip, another quick jab from some from some random demon you'll never see again. It's like, why does this matter? And it just like, so I, I go to Satan's house. I go up to the tower. I walk all the way back down. And then I walk somewhere else. And then when I'm done there, I walk back to Satan's house, go all the way back up. And it's just like, why am I doing this? What is the... There's nothing here. What yeah. is this? What so, if you're missing out on key moments in the game, Brent? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't... I, there's nothing here. Like I said, I've only done two things I would consider, like, playing the game. Everything else is just, like, a bad visual novel because it's zoomed out. Where in, like, Oxenfree, there's shit going on around the screen to pay attention to. Or, like, oh, something happened over there. That's where the next puzzle is. But in this, there's no puzzles. So I'm like... What am I looking at? This this yeah. style was good from a distance when there's shit going on. But now that there's like, it's an intimate game where the only real mechanics are 
beer pong, drinking, and conversation. Like, I could be closer into these and see these characters, but it's not good. And it's just like, I don't know. I'm very disappointed by this. Like, I, I maybe have gotten an hour and a half in, two hours, and, like, I don't care. Damn, like, dude, that's wild. I did not see that coming. And also, I'm glad to hear there is an ending where they get out. But the thing is, that's the 100% ending. 100% Fuck like that. I was thinking, ending? knowing that there's three other endings, give me one of those three where they get out and it doesn't have to be the 100% version. Like maybe, and especially knowing that the 100% or the ending where they do escape is lackluster. Like give me that as like one of the first three endings and then the 100% one, like make it dope. Like make it like Plato's closet shit. Like they're back in the real world and they could tell people about hell. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's two characters, so I assumed, like, the endings were going to be like, oh, you have to choose who stays and who goes back or something like that. But, like, yeah, I don't – it's a tough thing with comedies because you have to make the audience invested in these characters and feel for them. And it's tough to do when all they're doing is being cynical or shitty. And, like, with the personal demon, there is good moments where they're like, oh, here's a flashback of your life and childhood. And it's like, yeah, my parents sucked, but they were doing their best. It's like, oh, I'm – you know, I'm I'm sympathizing with Milo now a little more, but mm-hmm. then the next hour and a half is just like dumb quips written by like Josh Wheaton, where it's just like I don't what's happening here, and like yeah. even when, even when I got into Satan's party, I walked in, talked to a few demons, walked further, talked to Satan. He walked us back into a few other rooms we already went into. Then we walked into his room, talked to a few more demons. He said. Cool. If you guys want to advance and like actually challenge me to a drink contest, go challenge these other four demons of hell and then come back to me. I was like, the fuck did we come to this party for? That like, all of this could have been done and like all this exposition could have been done in a different way that didn't require me to just walk for an hour and a half straight. Yeah, I feel like they needed to somehow get the player to put their time in. <laughs> That's the thing. It feels like they're trying to meet a requirement of like, yeah. you can't sell the game for twenty dollars unless it's a seven hour game. Yeah, like, all right, let's yes. stretch this out then. So exactly, like, there's so much of this where I'm because like you essentially meet Ashley Birch, who's um, you know, Chloe oh, cool. and Life Insurance. Yeah. she's a, she's essentially your like go to uh, part like buddy, like exposition buddy, who's a cab driver in hell, and she tells you everything about hell as she's driving around from place to place. Okay, so I'm just so I'm just like, what's the point, like? I'm just going from place to place as Ashley Burke is just talking to me. And the game's stuttering. I've seen a few models, like, glitch out, like, you know, repeating a cycle. Like, he's not moving. He's just talking to someone. But you'll see him, like, snap back to his default position when he's done. Yeah. And uh, in the taxi, when you're going from island to island, it really lags. Like, the, the audio is still going fine. But the vid- visual will, like, the taxi cab will lag and stuff. And it's like, there's not a lot happening. This isn't demanding. Like, why is this bugging out? So like, Damn. it's just like, it's really disappointing. I'm I'm really disappointed by this because it's, you know, the writing's fine, but it seems worse because there's nothing else to it. So like, if this if this writing was in like a competent game or an entertaining game, it'd be good to have. But like, because it's the only thing of merit, I'm kind of like a little more critical of it. Yeah. So it's just like, ugh. I think the takeaway is don't blindly support things, <laughs> even though I don't want to uh, see the, it because the, it's the a thing small before studio. it might be good. Well, that's the thing. I like, love I Life is Strange them, like, one. Yes. I don't know about Life is Strange two. Uh, yeah, no, that's the thing. Before the Storm's great though, and that was a different studio. Go figure. Yeah, it's just like I don't know if the teams changed or what and stuff, but it's like yo, this there's nothing. That's my like that's the 
my complaint is not even like this is bad. This is a bad game. I mean, it kind of is a bad game, but it's like <laughs> there's just nothing here. There's like yeah. nothing to criticize because there's no gameplay. Like I got nothing. Apparently, there's other mini like drinking games I do, like nickels or something is one or quarters is one. It's like I don't know. I haven't gotten there, and I have no idea when I will because I'm expecting to do another run around fetch quest for you know another two times before I even meet the other demons I'm supposed to have a drinking contest with. So, like, fuck if I know when I'll get back to that, but... Damn. After yeah. party, more like an afterthought, am I right? Wow, dog. I know. <laughs> you're killing it with these jokes here. Do you we, write for the, Night School Studios? Yeah, no, I write for ABTS, <laughs> the the uh, really successful podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's um, the thing. There's some stuff going on in the news, but are you still... Are you playing anything else? Yeah, I... Uh, in the meantime, because I dropped off of uh, Animal Crossing and After Party, it's just killing me uh i was playing uh xcom 2 I, I came back to that and uh, i think i talked about it last time um i'm i said like oh maybe i'll stream it uh a my internet sucks so i'm not crazy about doing that of a b i realized quickly i'm saves coming like hell like crazy uh, we talked about four saves coming is when you just save do it do something in the game and then reload your save file if it doesn't work out right yeah. Um, and XCOM, because it's all RNG based and it's all like rolling the dice, that actually changes what can happen. So, like in a lot of games, like, oh, if you fuck up, it's not going to be any different if you do it the, the same way. But in XCOM, you can literally, like, I was saying how hacking into stuff is so difficult because the odds are so stacked against you. You can hack into something if it doesn't work, reload the save, hack in again, and it rolls the dice again. So, you might get a better percentage this time. Or, like, if you are sniping on somebody and you miss and you have a 95% chance to hit and still miss, you can reload it, take the shot again, and you're likely to hit them again this time because it rerolls those dice differently every time. Yeah. So it, it's got a massive learning curve where it's really hard, really difficult in the beginning when you have nothing. But once you start unlocking gear and soldiers, you can actually hold your own better. Um, and I didn't save scum at, like, every moment. Like, oh, my soldier died, save scum. Um, my best hacking soldier and healer died. Yeah, I'll I'll go back for her and save her. Um, but there's sometimes where it's like, oh, I did this mission, I finished it all, I did pretty well, and like two soldiers died. I'm like, eh, two two soldiers suck, but I have plenty of more like on the back lines ready to go, so I won't yeah. save scum for that. But then there's somewhere like it's one of those games where enemies don't participate in the combat until you reveal them on the map. And sometimes you'll be shooting at enemies and they'll pull you towards you or you'll mind control one of them or like take control of them. And then once you have a character with a a viewpoint in that area, it'll reveal more of the map, which will reveal more enemies, which will reveal more areas, which will reveal more. And it can just pile on top of you like that and just fuck you over. So it's it's like, oh, um, I mind controlled an enemy, which revealed more of the map, which revealed three more enemy groups. So now there's... 15 enemies attacking my four <laughs> my four soldiers. I'm going to save scum, reload that, and I'm not going to mind control that guy this time. Yeah, smart. So it's stuff like that where I'm like, that. I feel like situations like that should be part of the built-in game mechanics because that's just unforgivable. And it's like, I can't, there's no way of me knowing where the enemies are. And when they all appear at once, that fucks you over so hard. Versus like, I missed the shot save scum it's like eh, you, you didn't need to do that exactly so. i don't know i mean x 
XCOM, uh, more like X. Come on, man. All right, I'm just trying to Jesus. write for Animal Crossing. I'm I'm working Christ. on. It. All right, uh, let's You're move on though. Killing me to yourself. our show topics. That's the thing. There is some like that's the thing. I saw an article where people were speculating like, oh, PlayStation's been doing pretty good. Let's see what the what what do you guys expect the games the free games for PSN to be for May? And people had all sorts of ideas. And what they really are, in my opinion, are kind of a flop, but people like Basta might be excited, although I'm not sure <laughs> if he has a PlayStation 4, no. but Cities, Skylines, and Farming Simulator 19. So I'm like, I'm definitely going to get them both, but uh, uh, I don't know if I'll play either. I mean, I might play City Skylines just to like pre- pretend to be Basta for a day, but uh, I'll... <laughs> Also, check out the farming one. Just like, I don't know, I don't really fuck around with simulators, so it would be fun to just go, like, I don't know, plant some crops or I don't, what the fuck are you going to do as a farming? <laughs> like, do you like milk udders and shit? Okay, it's it's farming simulator for 2019. There's not 19 of the. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that worried me for a second. Um, no, it's, it's basically the enjoyment you would get out of a, like, a, you know, there's showering with your dad simulator, which is clearly like a parody joke uh, simulator game, or like genital jousting and stuff, where it's like it's an over the top absurdity. Um, but games with like the genuine simulator games, like Farming Simulator, you're pretty much getting the same appeal out of that as you would from Stardew Valley or Animal Crossing. Like the the stuff, the good feelings you get from like accomplishing a simple task or seeing your you know fruits of your labor of actual fruits grow. That's the appeal of Farming Simulator. Yeah, I'm watching gameplay right now, and it's absolutely insane. It actually does look very cathartic, or I don't know if that's the right word, but it looks like you could just spend a lot of time in the perspective of a farmer on a tractor. You're looking out behind you. It's like cutting up stuff in front of you. You're collecting things. I don't know. Like, it's pretty insane. So, And the graphics look really good. So, yeah, to play yeah. this game for free, I'm into it. But uh, to pay for it and be like, oh, I've been waiting for this, uh, I doubt it. I mean, they're big. They're really big in Europe for some reason, but yeah, some people are real into them. Yeah, it's really, it does look kind of fun. Maybe I will fuck around with this, but yeah, those are the games that are free for May this month. And in fact, I think there was like an extra game going out there. What was it? Bandai Namco was giving away Pac-Man Championship Edition 2, but uh, that was only until May 10th. So unless you're getting it the day you're listening uh, this Monday, I don't think you're going to get that one for free. I forget what game it is. There's a Pac-Man game that came out recently where it's like Pac-Man Mania or something, or maybe it is Pac-Man Championship or something. But it was a Pac-Man game where the soundtrack was incredible. Like, oh, it had shit. no reason to be as good as it was for a Pac-Man game, but, like, it fucking hit hard if you like EDM music and stuff. Like, yeah. I forget which one it was, but it was like, I remember just watching a stream and the streamer had the music playing in the background. I was like, holy shit, this is great. And he's like, yeah, it's a Pac-Man game. It's like, why? <laughs> So I don't, I don't remember which game that was, but if you can find it, it it hits, it bops. Yeah, please tweet at us. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, um, but are there any things standing out to you in the show topics? Let's see. Uh, Streets of Rage Four came out. Oh shit! So, long-awaited sequel to uh, Streets of Rage Three, obviously. Um, but it's you know old side-scrolling beat 'em up game from back in the day, and this is one of the classics i played on the sega uh with saturn all the fucking time this is my go-to um for anyone who doesn't know size going beat them up is like power engine games or like uh, ninja turtles turtles in time or like the old uh avengers and like x-men games and stuff like those battle toads battle toads exactly so it's real fun and streets of rage is just like 
It's like the Warriors movie from like the 70s where it's just like just gangs, just so many gangs and all the gangs are just fighting in the streets. And like, that's the story. It's as simple as that. But um, Street Raids is a classic and they, they did it really well. And it looks amazing. Like the art style looks great. I don't know if I'll get it though, just because all the reviews I've seen of it pretty much say the same thing of like Streets of Rage 4 is a great Streets of Rage game. It's an amazing Streets of Rage game. They like are very loyal to the source material and they do it well and update it, it very well. I don't know if beat 'em up, size growing beat 'em up games really do well in the you know twenty twenty. Yeah, like, I don't know if this genre of gameplay holds up. The genre of gameplay it does is very well done. It's very polished and it's incredibly well done. And like, if you like these types of games, definitely check it out. But it's like, it gets kind of boring though after a while. And like, it's really repetitive. You see, you know, the same five enemies just in different colors and stuff. So it's like, what it does, it does to it the best. But there's a reason there are too many side-scrolling beat-em-up games in 2020. So it's like, eh, kind of fell out of fashion. Yeah, but, that makes sense. Good to see it still did well though and stuff. Like I, I do love the game, but I love it, you know, in my memories. I don't know if I'm gonna, you know, play 15 hours of a just side scrolling beat 'em up because some of it gets bullshit. Some of them get you in a corner and you just can't get out of it. It's like I hate this, but I'm, I'm yeah. glad to see it's revealing well. At least people are people who do love that genre are uh, giving it some uh, time and love. Yeah, that's super cool. It was completely off my radar. So thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, Xbox, uh, Xbox Series X, or whatever the fuck they're calling it now, the next generation yeah, Xbox. Yeah, Series X, ugh. Who, uh, fuck, yeah. Uh, they had their Nintendo Direct, or whatever Xbox calls it for them. <laughs> their Xbox box. Showcase, the, yeah, box, unboxing videos. <laughs> um, yeah, so they had their showcase, I think, as of recording, like, last week or something. Um, but yeah, basically just showing, like, what games they're having and it's like Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Call of the Sea and Dirt 5 and Madden 21 and genuinely nothing on this list of videos or games they revealed interests me at all. Um, okay, I sort of agree with that, but the only one that stood out to me is this one called Scorn and even that, it's just like a trailer. I don't even think they showed any gameplay. It's just like a, uh, Geiger inspired first person horror game is what there's, uh, this one Polygon article describes it as. And yeah, it's just very much like in the vein of like alien and just like creepy, just like everything's wet. Like I don't honestly watching this trailer, it's only like two minutes long. I don't know what fucking happened. It was just like this weird, <laughs> exactly. like alien environment. This thing's got a, like a glowing belly. This like weird alien thing pops out of the wall and starts like spitting. It's like very gross and almost sexual. I have, and then there's Skyrim. these like face statues all over the place. And I just don't know what this game is about at all. But I'm like, yeah, the environment looks neat and I'd be, I'm intrigued. It's definitely piqued my interest, but what the fuck am <laughs> I looking at? Wow, this really is just H.R. Geiger, the video game. Yeah, it 100% is. Um, yeah, it's. I heard like criticism from this Xbox showcase is like, most of the videos they showed didn't show gameplay, so no one really knows what any of the stuff was that they right, highlighted. Right, it's too so it's early. Like, all right, uh, Second Extinction is like some sort of dinosaur game. It's weird that mutated dinosaurs aren't int- catching people's interest, but after all the Jurassic World and Kingdom or whatever the last movies were... 
Yeah, um, and fucking uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, that's Robo Dinosaurs. That's ro- that's at least interesting. This is yeah, just like, true. hey, we fucked with dinosaurs and they backfired on us again. It's like, all right, like it. It seems we've to be the been same there. Story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines Two. Okay, I okay. I know the first one came out. I've heard no one play it, so I don't know if it's good. I know it's a very popular uh, tabletop RPG. Yeah, and them also being like, oh, Madden NFL 21, it's like, are you Who sure cares? that's not going to be available for, like, PS4 also? I'm sure it will be. I, I think this is just what they're showcasing. I don't think it's exclusives. Oh, sure. Okay. But they do have the smart delivery, which I guess is a new way of playing games, or maybe it's just an easier way to download. Um, but even, yeah, New Yakuza game, which apparently is already out in Japan, and it's coming over to the United States soon. Oh, um, cool. I'm sure it'll be good. I haven't gotten into the Yakuza games, but they all seem to be doing Like, they all... All the new ones seem to be consistently amazing. It's just like the fifth Yakuza game in the last like seven years. So it's like, even if they're all good, there's just too many of them. Like, I'm not going to be able to get through all of them. So it's like, I, it doesn't, it doesn't pique my interest. But also, like I said, I haven't dug into Yakuza Zero yet. Same. Oh, one that does though on this list that I almost uh, glossed over is Scarlet Nexus. Yeah, you... I knew that would get your interest. Oh yeah, it's cell shaded JRPG masterpiece. This looks great. Masterpiece. You know nothing about it. I know. I'm just trolling. I'm just saying. Looking at this trailer, I'm like, I'm I'm ready for this game. But that's what sucks. If it is uh, exclusive, I'm boned. This is a cyberpunk code vein. This is yeah, the same I'm fucking into game it. you already own. I know, but uh, this has like <laughs> rockets and shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> like changing things up here, aren't you? Yeah, and it's less focused on blood. That's fine. It, uh, apparently the plants are enemies this time. It's like, what if Mother Earth was the bad guy? It's like, mm, I don't know. What is this game telling us? I don't know. There's nothing here is captivating my interest like a, a PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 or a Switch showcase has. That's fine. I just so do like, think eh. artistic style Scarlet Nexus so has me. Like I'm, I do want to play that just watching the trailer. I, I don't uh, know. I'm a, just, a dweeb for that. That's just anime bullshit, and I have yeah. an anime bullshit podcast. So like. that's what I mean. Yeah, there's <laughs> plenty of it out there, and I'm just gonna eat it right up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Xbox had a showcase, and no one really seems to be too enthused about it, which is uh, a bad indicator for Xbox. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what they actually do. What the hell is this tweet you posted in our Slack where <laughs> it's like a dog punching another dog? All right. So there's been plenty of memes going around. There's like the egg dog, which is like a Pomeranian. That was after a haircut, but at the way it's angled, it looks like it only has two feet. So it looks like it's an egg with like two yes. legs sticking out. Um, there's another one where it's like a Shiba Inu, but it's curled in a way. So it's back half is curled around its front and it looks like it has just a really big bicep yes um there's one where it's a fox but then there's like two other foxes like laying in front of it like twisted around each other so it looks like the fox is like laying cross-armed on its like arms like on its forearms so it looks really jacked as well there's one where it's a crow that was overheated so it was like spread out like fanning out its wings really wide and walking but because the crow is so dark the shadow made it look like it had like legs as well so it looked like people were freaking out thinking it was a weird gorilla crow thing yeah so there's all these weird memes that went around of these animals where it's just like it's just a regular animal but the way the picture was taken made it look weird and exaggerated the perspective you're looking at them confuses you yeah 
So someone turned that into a fighting game. Yeah, unfucking believable too, because it looks really like fun and it's like, like Tekken good. Like it's yes. legit. <laughs> yeah, and I love the little like egg dog. Uh, his like one little power is like to just put out a bunch of spikes, or like it he like breaks in half, and like this tongue thing comes out and just starts beating the shit out of the other character. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah, I think another one is he pops open because it's it pops open like a Russian nesting doll, and like a little egg dog pops out and like attacks him and stuff. That's what's and going it's on. Like, it's like yeah, I I don't know what's happening because the the Twitter account and all the tweets are in, uh, Japanese, so I'm just like, fuck if I know. But I remember all of these like memes and stuff, and there's like the long cat, which is just, you know very long stretched out cat. Yes, um, and it's just like they're just all fighting. I don't know what's happening, but it's. Fight of Animals is what the game is apparently called. <laughs> apparently, what? it's gonna be a leg- apparently it's on the Switch, or it's gonna be on the Switch soon. So like, oh wow, I can't. It's a legit wait. game. <laughs> that's a great title too. <laughs> Fight of Animals. Uh, that's the thing. I'm gonna migrate from Animal Crossing to Fight of Animals. Yeah. So I look forward to seeing. I I believe it's all the stuff is in Japanese. So I'm hoping it gets ported into different, you know, the uh, North America switch uh store and stuff because this looks just silly and bonkers and like if this is under under 30 dollars this seems like it'd be a steal because it, it must seems like, buy seems like a legit good fighting game oh god there's the weird muscly beluga whale Ugh, what? No. there's a photo of a beluga whale at an aquarium and it was like swimming upwards right against the glass and the way oh, the i've seen light that hit yep. it, yeah you saw like all of its like pectoral muscles and like he looks just, ripped as fuck <laughs> looks ripped as hell and you can see like the tail muscles where like it's two independent like ligaments so it's like oh that's where legs came from that's where like we evolved the legs from like it's like uh, and it's the, just it's a weird picture where it's like Ugh. yeah that's really bizarre yeah but like he's in that game apparently i don't know i saw him on the cover there <laughs> that's pretty cool yeah so. um anything else you want to say before we maybe wrap this episode up and do some plugs uh, they released a, tw- a teaser for more Adventure Time stuff that's going to be on HBO Max, the new HBO oh, streaming shit. service. And uh, looks like it's going to be a weird sci-fi epic adventure with a BMO. Well, like BMO's the main character. There oh, cool. There wasn't Finn and Jake anywhere in the trailer, so it just looks like BMO's like, "Hey, fuck it, I'm going to space for a while," and just goes nuts. So yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Is I thought that series was over, so how are they continuing it? But there you go. It's a side story with BMO. Yeah, it's Adventure Time Distant Lands. So the the series is over. This is a can like a sequel series, but I think it's a it's a mini series. It's like a very limited run, you know, yeah, they're not gonna go for another ten years. Better call BMO. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> In space. Um, that's pretty cool though. Good to shout that out. But that was an episode. Let's wrap this one up and do some plugs. We mentioned that you have another podcast. Where can our listeners find that and you on the internet? Yes, my anime podcast is called Are Weeb There Yet? And it's uh I thought it was That's So Kawaii. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that, we don't talk about that one. No, that's, that's the forbidden a, that's one. So much of a callback that no one gets it other than just you and me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's, it's my co-host described it as an anime book club, but for anime. And it's like, yeah, that's basically what it is. We watch three episodes of an anime uh, or a movie. And we just recap it while giving our opinions and discussing it and trying to trying to appeal to people who don't watch anime and trying to sell you on it. Uh, we don't do great jobs. Some of the anime is real bad. Some of it's hot fucking garbage. Is Some there such a thing as a Shrek anime? Because I keep seeing images online. I think it's just fan art. But That's like, just fan man, art. 
Damn yeah. it, I would be into it. Why? Because I just the art seems appealing and Shrek is a uh, wholesome like is it, timeless classic. When, when's the last time you've watched Shrek? Any no, Shrek movie? Uh 2008? No, it okay, wasn't even out then. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so we watch anime. Sometimes it's real bad and it's fun listening us to listening to us suffer. Sometimes it's real good. Like uh this week I think the episode going out is called uh we watched the anime called Given where it's a musical anime. It's about a Boys forming a band and uh, getting really in depth into music and stuff for anime. And uh, these boys are gay. These boys are gay as fuck. They love each other so much. So if you just want a very That's soft, cute. soft, emotional uh, gay anime about music, uh, listen to that episode. Given it's the prequel to Taken with that, Liam Neeson. That's the joke I did. Damn it! Oh, <laughs> all right, we're gonna move right on. Uh, that's definitely check out Brent's other podcast. Uh, and if you like our show, give us a like, follow, subscribe. We're findable at all the places on social media at ABT Silence. Not even going to pretend like I'm Twitch streaming. It's uh, <laughs> it's going to no. happen one of these days, though. Um, and I do have a record label. I mentioned it. It's MissedOutRecords.com. Got lots of cool shit going on. Uh, lathe cut records, cassette tapes. Uh, oh, in fact, I just got some cool new merch. I got new slip mats and uh, glow-in-the-dark guitar picks. I mentioned it last episode, but now they're actually in stock. So nice. head over to MissedOutRecords.com if you want to pick anything up. Uh, but that's going to do it for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in. We will be back next time. See ya. See ya.